the young carpenter from Nazareth. I knew him well. Promising young man. He died badly. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. Happy Halloween. Oh, man, yeah, it's all spooky around here. We got horror decorations. Apparently the bone animals is like a major trend right now. The end thing, huh? Yeah, it is, totally. I've seen it online and uh, I think at every Target and Walmart that has them. So we have shitloads of them around here. Yeah, you look around, we, there's like... Uh, Bones everywhere. Oh, There's wow. a vulture eating that guy's bones out. We got bone frogs. We, wow. They're everywhere. Bone cats. <laughs> There's a bone like uh, bird up top. Yeah, it's crazy. A regular bird up top. If I that thing it. comes to life, dude, I'm <laughs> fucking out of here, bro. I, there is major crow action in one of the movies <laughs> we have today. Yeah. So, yeah, I love these decorations. I, I love the bone ones so much better than the uh, the ones that are have a covering on them because the, those ones stink in the garage after oh, like yeah. a year. And these guys are just awesome. They're ready to Is go. this an anaconda? Yeah, it's huge. It's awesome. One year we had it stretched out. It's like a huge snake uh, for our listeners. <laughs> and some years we have it stretched out on the back of the couch. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sometimes we'll curl it up. I like it curled it up. It's cool. Yeah. And I'm glad Frankenstein's not staring yeah, that's directly me. I, at me. I painted that guy. He's all chipped away now. Oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> so how you been, man? Oh, doing good. I'm sorry I was running late. I had some fucking gross shit I had to oh, take care what, of. Oh, what is this gross shit you alluded so, to? So... I had to do some running around today, you know, and as I was going around, like, it was weird, like, every time I went somewhere, I would, like, smell this awful smell, you know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, what the hell is that? Did I forget to do my shirt laundry? Man, yeah. (laughs) Man, I totally forgot that I had my cooler in the back of the truck from when I went fishing last Saturday. Oh, Jesus. And there was three mullet in there, and they were in there with, like, a thawed out bag of ice so just a thing of water and it was just oh, oh it was so terrible dude and <laughs> that's when i throw the cooler away I, well, I, I need a new cooler I, I i i was like what am i gonna do with this you know what i mean and like you can't just like put that uh, not too far away uh, and just dump it out i had to you take gotta it, bury it i had it well i yeah. took it all the way down to the edge of the property because luckily we're on nine acres so yeah. it's it's someone's eight, gonna eat well tonight yeah it's <laughs> eight acres away but like I had to come like back to my place and wash my hands and uh, stuff because just touching the cooler made them stink. No, oh, it was no. terrible, dog. I couldn't breathe. I had to like I, <laughs> I held my breath and dumped the cooler and before like I, I had to rearrange it and stuff and I had to exhale and I went to inhale and it was just like <gasps> like oh, it was awful, dude. So that's why I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very valid excuse. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's some nasty shit right there. A week? I give you credit for it not stinking before then, or did you? Did you have like inklings of it? Do, you, do I smell something? No, something it was ju- it's just, so it just today. Bam. It, just today, it was just like all of a sudden, and I I totally <laughs> forgot it. the ripe day. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> hey, by the way, fuck you. Like, <laughs> oh man, oh god, that's great. So, do you ever get any trick or treaters out here? No. Really? No, never. That's we, interesting. Uh, I think one year we got one, and that was like five years ago. <laughs> so you have like a Snickers bar? I'm not like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> yeah, well, lucky my girl always has some Halloween candy around her for herself. <laughs> so, uh, but 
I don't. Yeah, we don't advertise for it either. Like I don't. I intentionally don't put the light on. The spookies. The spookies on the inside. It's just, especially pandemic-wise now, who's yeah. coming to anyone's house, first of all? Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you, Hill Plantation. I'll see be. your costume through my ring camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guarantee you there's going to be thousands of I'm kids I'm sure you don't now. get any. Oh, no. Yeah. No, if somebody knocks on my door on Halloween, there's a problem. This is Florida, man. <laughs> this is how you answer the door in my neighborhood, boys <laughs> and girls. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I get. I don't. I'm not even sure people trick or treat normally anymore. I think it's just that trunk or treat type shit. Yeah, I park their cars in parking lots and everyone goes trunk to trunk. I even that it. seems scary. I'm I could. A- you could throw a kid real quick in a trunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <just> telling you. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the whole concept of uh, oh. Halloween's crazy. I loved it as a kid. Though. Oh yeah, I'm super glad that we lived during the time period we did. <sighs> I had so much fun on Halloween. when you say something like that, but I really believe that we were the last generation. The generations before us all experienced it, and you know, every generation thought the next generation were going to experience it like us. Yeah, and we did. Like our father and our grandfather, they trick or treated just like that. But yeah, our our kids and generation, the new generation. Yeah. Did I? I can't remember if I've ever told the story or not. Did I ever tell you about the time that my friends and I did an extra? trick-or-treating like the day before halloween oh i think so tell us again though <laughs> so yeah so it's halloween yeah so uh we lived in a large neighborhood and we knew it was going to be super crowded we didn't want people to run out of candy mm. and so i came up with this idea like hey listen we should put our costumes on and go trick-or-treating the night before Halloween and the balls you have, in the kid, you know? <laughs> right? Oh my God. <laughs> to even try it. Yeah. And so like what we did was we got our costumes on, we went trick or treating and people would answer the door and they'd be like, Halloween's tomorrow guys. And we were like, our parents are taking us on a trip tomorrow and we're going to Colorado and we're going to be flying. So we're going to miss Halloween. So they told us to just try and come trick or treating. <laughs> we got so much oh fucking God, candy, dude. dude. And then just went, no one's going to give it the sad. Story. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, and then we just went again the next night and got like even more candy. It was great. <laughs> change costumes though, man. You, no, you, I, really? You went to those same houses again? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I wow. mean, like, didn't get called out, huh? I don't think Probably so. one of the most brilliant things you ever did. It was it was <laughs> it was genius. Yeah. And that is the year I got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine the candy you got. Dude, have you seen any of those shirts with Wilfred Brimley recently? Mm-hmm. They came up with shirts? Oh my gosh. One. Dude, there's <laughs> there's one that I saw and it's the Beatles. But it's all Wilford Brimley. Oh, really? And it says the Beatus. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Better get that before that becomes canceled. Oh, oh like the God. text you had sent me earlier in the week about Soul Man. Oh, yeah. How dude. crazy, man, that it took them long enough to be able to come across that movie. Because I know. It is. That is the most cancelable movie out there. <laughs> I didn't I actually I didn't even have time to read the article. I just saw it and sent you the Yeah, yeah. The link. I read a little bit of it, but it was what you thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. how the hell is this movie how even ever made? Like But the the thing I always go back with that movie is uh they showed him his like uh uh, his wrongs at the end of it. So there was like an actual story there yeah. that showed him what you did. If you're not familiar with the soul man and it's not the, uh, the soul man with like Samuel Jackson and what's his name? Bernie Mac. Yeah. That's a different soul man. Yeah. If you're Googling this, make sure you put like the eighties or see Thomas Howell. Yeah. I wonder if he lives that down. He must get asked that. a lot. I mean, I bet you he's having a hard time right now. 
Well, maybe not right now because now he's on The Walking Dead and people uh, people are probably only talking to him about that. But no, the story I guess just came up. Thirty, thirty he's been years. Probably de- I think he was dealing with that with week one. Anyways, yeah. So this isn't Halloween related, but we'll go right into Halloween. Well, I mean, this, he I does kind of dress up. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. He certainly does. So if you're not familiar with the uh, the brilliant screenplay for Soul Man. Uh, C. Thomas Al could not get into Harvard, so he decided to take these pills that turned his skin black. And yeah. Then he went in under a like. Uh, but he changed his hair. Yeah, he changed his hair. Like... He he went in as a black student. Yeah. Uh, because Harvard wouldn't accept him. Yeah. And made black friends and started dating Ray Dong Chong. Yeah. And it was just awkward, man. It was an awkward movie, and that if just. Just Google it, the picture of him. Yeah. And you could be like, whoa. Yeah. How did this get How did this get for real? But to be honest with you, there wasn't a huge uproar the first couple of years that it came out. I I think later, it it took about four or five years because I watched it back in the day when it first came out. I own (laughs) it. That's because because there's no internet back then and it took four years for the general consensus to finally reach everyone and go. I own it. I haven't watched it since I bought it because I knew it was going to be pulled yeah. so that's the reason i bought it yeah but i might watch it this weekend and report back to you <laughs> to, and tell you how like bad this movie uh, really uh, is or yeah. how uh no i mean certainly is not pc in any way whatsoever no, no. It, i but if i do remember correctly it did end with him realizing what he did was wrong i i hope it does anyone that didn't realize it was wrong should not be getting into harvard yeah jesus man oh <laughs> uh, yeah poor c thomas Howell. but uh I've seen some other scary shit here, <laughs> here recently. Have you? Hell yeah. You yeah. saw a couple uh, so, new horror. I saw a whole slew of horror flicks, but I can't talk about them really because... Uh, keeping them on the... I'm keeping them on the hush, down hush. low because me and my cousin are going to be doing a, a horror wild card. But I've been going obscure yeah. just to throw them off. So we'll see. And, you know, in previous years, dude, I haven't really been too like, oh, it's Halloween. I'm no. going to watch something scary. You know, Sometimes and, that mood hits you, though. And it did. Like, it so, hits me a lot at Christmas with Christmas movies. Yeah. It did. I have a whole slew of Christmas movies. I mean, not to bring anything down, you know, I lost my mom last year, so mm. Christmas movies weren't, like, on my list, yeah. but, you know, but I actually noticed, like, on Christmas, I was like, damn, I haven't watched a single Christmas mm-hmm. movie, so maybe this year, but I was very Halloween-y. <laughs> um, feeling Halloween-y. And so I watched, and I'll just name them all real quick, and then we can, because I don't want to yeah, make yeah. a whole topic oh, out of them. Um, I watched Old Halloween 2 and all of the Fear Street series. Not Halloween Kills? Yeah, Halloween yeah, yeah. Kills, yeah. Um, well, we can and... shit on that from the start if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I did not like anything about it, and I really wanted to like it. I'm a huge Michael Myers fan. I got action figures. I got all the movies. I, I'm yeah. huge. Yeah. And usually I can find bits and pieces. And if, if I rewatch it, I'm sure I could find one or two scenes that I thought were all right. But that being said, uh, it was... Bad. It was bad, dude. The the uh, acting with like uh, that Anthony Michael Hall stuff. God. The anything anytime he was on screen, it was almost cringeworthy. <sighs> and they got the, I think they were so desperate to get the original actors back, they didn't realize that that those guys were like one hit wonder actors back then, and they yeah. should not be back in these roles. Yeah. The old woman who played the nurse shouldn't be in it. The young girl. They, why would you bring back an eight year old as an adult just so you can say you can? Yeah. Cast somebody good. Yeah. Cast. Christina Ricci or or somebody, right? You know, you could have really gone good for me. Like, so I'll put it like this: I would I would watch it again 
but it would be hard, mm-hmm. you know, um, because there were a few aspects that I was like, oh, like you said, there was a couple of scenes that I was like, OK, yeah. like I was satisfied with the fact that they showed us how he got out of the basement. But then the, the it started off. All right. The first 10 minutes were fine. But then you I, I kind of thought Jamie Lee was going to be in it a hell of a lot more. She was yeah. not in it at all. She might as well not have been in it. I was OK with it until there was a five minute period where in five minutes they were like, it's been 40 years and evil is going to die tonight. And like, literally they said it three different characters said it within five minutes. And And after that, yeah, after that I was like, okay, that's it. You guys just fucking lost me. Cause you just are just, you're trying to drill that too hard. And Anthony Michael Hall's character, so bad, you know? And then like the scene where people die in Michael Myers movies. So it's, we're not, yeah, yeah. The firefighter uh, scene pissed me off. Yeah, the park scene, like... The only thing good about the park scene was showing the masks from 3. That was brilliant. I do, I do, I I don't think I've picked that. up on that. Yeah, the uh, the people that he killed that were hanging there were yeah. wearing the skull, the witch, and the jack-o'-lantern masks. Oh, uh, see, I just, three. I didn't pick up on yeah, that. Yeah, um, with the silver shamrock. But, it. like, you know... People died. I'm not going to give anything away. And he went one direction and there was somebody there that watched him walk away. And that person was still there when Anthony Michael Hall and them came and found him. But all of the bodies had been moved into different positions and everything like that. And like he would have had to have walked right back past her, gone and done that and then walked (laughs) past them. And like now, logistically, nothing really worked. It just didn't, you know what I mean? Like the script was all over the place. I wanted it to, dude. I really was looking forward to this movie, dude. I love that first one, and I'll watch the third. I mean, because maybe, and that that happens occasionally in trilogies. One of them really sucks, and then they bring it back for the end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was totally disappointed. Yeah, I I was. I I I think they they failed on every uh, level on it. So yeah. Um, and uh, what would the other uh, the old old yeah was the M. Night Shyamalan every time I, someone mentions M. Night it's always the same thing it's always like okay that's good I mean I think that's just because everything gets compared what's to the, the Sixth scale Sense. here it, is it uh, is it as good as Sixth Sense or is it as good as Glass Glass playing low or <laughs> 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 the happening um, I mean I would put it somewhere in the middle in of the all middle. of his movies yeah. because it's it's good it's interesting it's it like, has one of his classic shock like yeah twists yeah it does and I, I won't say I never say, saw a trailer for it I, I won't I, say I don't know shit about it do you want to know anything uh, about no, it like it, was it available on Redbox yeah, I rented it on. Uh, oh, I don't know about Redbox. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Um, I I streamed it, but it was like yeah. four ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. Um, the premise of the movie is is these people go to this beach mm. and they age quickly for some reason. I might have heard. And that. Now the, that you, now I, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anybody famous in it? I'm sure probably you would know a couple of the people. None Did he put himself in it? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's got doing uh, it, man. Yeah, yeah. Now he's gotta. You know, at first I thought I was kind of. Actually, I thought he was really good in the first couple of movies. He's not a bad actor, to be honest. Right. And, I mean, we all know he has twists. You yeah. know what I mean? Some of them and, work, some of them don't. And this one is like, that's interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's interesting. You know, like, but it wasn't like, oh my God, yeah. he was dead the whole time. I get, more, know, like, I get more, more angry when I feel like... He tried he, so hard and couldn't. he was so close for it to be good, like Signs. Yeah. Signs was so close to being a good movie, but it really wasn't. Yeah. 
<laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. And you, you really want it to be every time you watch it and everything. Yeah, I think Signs is right above The Village for me. I, I didn't like I liked The Village. The village. Yeah. I liked it more the second time because mm-hmm. that was one of the ones when I saw the gimmick, it was kind of clever to go back and watch it that yeah. way. It was a little bit more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And how about the, uh, so let's talk a little bit about the, the Fear Street movies. Yeah. No one talks about the Fear Street movies and I happen to just watch them on my own. You mentioned it to me a uh, few pods ago. My wife read the series. Mm-hmm. So she knew it when she was a kid. Yeah. So it came out when she was a teenager or Did something. she watch so, any of them with you? Uh, she watched all of them. Oh, nice. Uh, but what was interesting is... When we were watching the third one, mm-hmm. about a half hour into it, she's like, yeah, I'm kind of not into this this whole era and everything. I think I'm out. Yeah. But she didn't leave the room. Uh-huh. And then when the thing came on the screen that brought us back to like 1994, right. in the middle of the movie, it yeah. turned back to 94, she yeah. was right back in again. Right, yeah. Luckily, she didn't leave the couch. Right. Uh, but I thought they were great. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I, I thought they were really good. I thought I was very surprised by the brutality in yeah. it. Like, it was definitely clearly made for like teenagers around sixteen uh, or seventeen yeah, year old. Yeah. Uh, stuff that's not anything I don't think rated completely R. I guess no, they were some, all PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, PG thirteen. Um, and I mean, and one was nineteen ninety four. Yeah. One, which is the year I graduated high school, uh, and then one was nineteen eighty or nineteen seventy four or seventy six, something like 80s? that. No, it was the seventies. Okay, seventies, and then one was sixteen hundred and sixty something. Sixty six. Sixty six. Yeah. Which around the Salem witch trials. Yeah. So it, which fit into it perfectly. And it all had to do with Sarah Fear, who was the the witch yeah. back then. You and know. all they have the actors are playing different characters in different uh, Time movies lines. in timelines, yeah. and yeah. I think the only person i really recognized in it was the redheaded girl from uh, from stranger things was one of the kids. yeah her and then um i recognized i don't know her name i'm sorry but uh she's britta from uh community um she was the grown-up version of the girl from stranger things oh interesting yeah interesting uh, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, I remember, no, I remember it was finishing. It was really it was good. Great. I mean, very the, clever. The only and you know, I hate to be that guy. Um, I thought like the end, end, like the final kind of thing. Yeah. Um, At the little, mall. Yeah, like I don't want to say anything more yeah. than just what happened at the end but i yeah, I, like, I, pro- I don't even remember. i was satisfied but i was yeah. just kind of like ah, i just watched three movies for this like i think it could have <laughs> been a little bit more uh, you know like but it was still yeah. I, I thought it was really good overall yeah. um you know but yeah i got some obscure horror movies i've been just watching and i got a great pick that you or a great uh from my horror guy down south that mm. i've been or actually he's in pennsylvania and I've been buying obscure horror from like I've been enjoying the hell that I just got Stepfather Two from him. Oh wow! And the Crazies, which was an early George Romero flick. And I know I, they uh, remade that one. With... Uh, the Legend of uh, Lizzie Borden, the like TV movie I got from him. I just got, and he knows what he has, and he he's very reasonable. He doesn't sell them with cases, so he's mm. he can't charge too too much. Sure, it's like my only opportunity to ever get these movies because I don't give a shit about the cases. Right, and. Uh, Sometimes he'll have an action movie thrown in there or a comedy and everything in his lot, but you can tell he's a horror guy. Right. And in the lot, I'm looking through his list of everything. He had just dropped new ones, and I saw Richard Grieco, If Looks Could Kill. Oh, And I was like, holy fuck. shit. I got it for $4. That's awesome, bro. So it's bro. on its way. I was like, that's an obscure one right there. That'll be, when we make <laughs> when we make Fascinated 2.0, that'll be the first one we do it with. <laughs> oh, man. 
it, it those types of old 90s flicks that only like you saw randomly on cable yeah. were some of the best oh ones my to gosh. watch man and that was a fun one the french teacher <laughs> yeah. it's been a long time Who since are you? i saw it i'm the french teacher <laughs> it's Love great it. all right let's get into some some what well, we already talking some horror so we'll just continue with some horror but we're going to get it down to a certain kind of subject and genre within the horror category. And this year, every year we do different ones. I'm not sure what we did last year. Sometimes we do like mad science. We do like a trio. We do. Yeah. That's what we did the last couple of years. And, uh, this year there were so many dealt straight up with the devil and Satan in yeah. possession. We were like, man, we have to, uh, we have to honor. Got to give the devil his we, due. We the, give the devil his due, for sure. <laughs> and uh, these are some great flicks right here, man. There's a lot of great devil flicks out there. Oh yeah, a dude. Lot, a lot of uh, banned movies and all sorts of different stuff in the genre, but there are a few more than a few that just completely stand out without going crazy obscure on you. <laughs> Uh, and a lot of these have like uh, sequels in them and everything, so we could talk about we can touch on the sequels. Some uh, of them are sequels. Yeah, some of them are sequels. I say we do like a, a randomness with this oh, one. Oh yeah, well, because we we're not set in some order. Why don't you pick whatever uh, one you want to talk about first? We'll so go with it. I'll tell you what. I actually want to go with one that I haven't seen because <laughs> I, I'm interested in it because you say it's so good. Yeah. Um, so I want to start with the witch actually. Ah, oh, I love the witch. I think this is a fantastic movie now you you started it i so disclaimer i started this and i i think i made it through like 35 or 40 minutes and i was just i was so fucking bored that i was just like i'm that's my limit i'm done and i turned (laughs) it off and i never turned it back on and you've told me many many times dude it's so good it's so good it's so good I just can't bear to have to watch that 40 <laughs> minutes again because I don't no, remember man, what the I'll, fuck I'll happens. It, I'll, I'll, I'll make it sound even better for you. Okay. Now, and, and, I will, and I will say that first hour, the first hour is all build up. Okay. And then that last half hour or even the last 20 minutes is so worth it, man. It's, okay. it's creepy. This is probably the best story about witches. And this was pre- the witch trial by like 60 years. This was basically they're telling a story of what led to there being so many witches uh, in the Salem area uh, that brought about the witch trials. Gotcha. So a lot, most of these witch movies all take place during the witch trials. So it's interesting to see kind of the uh, almost the conception of that. And you, the movie starts with this family of uh, the the father the mother uh, Anna Taylor Joy plays the like 15 year old 16 year old daughter and she's amazing I love her she's one of my favorite actresses acting right now mm. and she's about to get super famous this weekend uh, because the Edgar Wright movie that last night in Soho comes out and mm. it's like a horror time travel type movie it's the Shaun of the Dead guy really it's supposed to be huge dude really yeah it comes out this weekend and I think it's only in theaters unfortunately but if you're feeling the urge last night in Soho I've heard some shit mm. Uh, well, she's in the Queen's Gambit. I don't know if you saw. She no. was in the New Mutants. Um, what else was she in? Oh, she was in um, Split and Glass. She was the one that was kidnapped that got like one over on her. Oh, yeah. She had dark hair, yeah, now, yeah, which yeah. usually has blonde hair. Her eyes are really far apart, but she looks like strikingly gorgeous. Uh, she's going to be one of the biggest actresses in Hollywood someday. So everyone, if you don't know Anna Taylor-Joy, uh, keep your eye on her, especially this weekend, like I said. And uh, so you've got the mother, you've got the, the teenage daughter, you've got a um, baby, and you've got two twins 
two twin kids. And they're, the movie starts with them being banished from, like, the Commonwealth. Like, they're getting banished from the town. Oh, wow. We don't care where you're going. You need to get the hell out of here. That was like a death sentence back then, Yeah, too. yeah. And like, then you just see them arrive at this plain prairie, and nothing's there. And yeah. then they just jump forward, and they have a house that they've built and everything. So it's the life they've built is right there. Right. And uh, weird stuff starts happening. You know, they're right by the woods. They're not sure what's going on, but they're kind of assume that maybe it's coming from out of the woods. But they have livestock, too. And uh, there, there is some folklore behind that goat that's kind of famous in, the, in this movie. Uh, and they call him uh, Philip. Black Philip uh-huh. is the name of the goat. And maybe the, I, that might be something someone can look up, Black Philip uh, from The Witch. But uh, you don't have to. Uh, but I got you. Stuff starts randomly happening. There's a great scene at the very beginning where Ayla Tanner Joy is like sitting over the baby. She's watching the baby. And she's playing peekaboo with the baby, and she uh, closes uh, her hands around her uh, eyes, and then when she opens them, the baby's gone. Okay, yeah, now I saw that on the trailer. Yeah, and the, they don't know where the hell the baby is. The baby's just gone. <laughs> and we're seeing creepy elements throughout this whole thing, like the uh, the kids are talking to the goat. There's things that they're they're showing us that's happening in the woods, and then systematically this evil kind of possessed uh, witch starts taking over the group. And what's brilliant about this movie is how it turns them on each other. The mother is convinced that Ayler, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy is possessed uh, by a witch. And even uh, when the dad says, no, she's not, and trying to uh, convince her that, uh, that she's not, but then you've got Ayler Tana Joy that's convinced that the two twin creepy twin kids have uh, made a deal with Black Philip the goat, oh shit, and that they're uh, possessed, and some weird stuff starts happening, man, and it's creepy, creepy as hell, yeah, and it just keeps going from one person to another person to another, and they're turning this poor family against each other, and you feel so bad for Anna Taylor Joy, but through the whole thing, you're not sure if she's in on this, what's if she's possessed, if yeah. if what the ultimate goal of this kind of possession was, and you you do find out, and it's it's very rewarding at the very end, mm-hmm. but. There's some there's some creepy scenes in it. There's a scene where the the mom's losing her mind. Mm-hmm. She's uh, husband's trying to convince her that the uh, um, that she's possessed. That the daughter's possessed. She lost her baby. The other kid gets possessed, and as they're trying to kind of exercise him, he dies right in front of them. The uh, uh, the twelve year old boy. Mm-hmm. I forgot. There's a twelve year old boy there too. Uh, and there's the twins. And uh, so she starts losing her mind. And at one point, once the 12-year-old boy and the baby are already missing, they're long gone. She's mm-hmm. she's up at night, and she looks over on the side of the house, uh, inside, like across from the fire. And she sees her 12-year-old boy holding the baby, just sitting across from her. And so she goes over, and she's, she's talking to her. So we're, as a viewer, we're like, all right, she's crazy. She's talking to these people. Or right. this witch has visited her looking like this. And she says, let me take the baby. He looks hungry. And she starts breastfeeding the baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. And at the same time, we're seeing the, the father is convinced that the uh, that his two, three kids, the two twins and Anna Taylor Joy, have uh, been bewitched by the goat. So he locks them all in the shed together. Mm-hmm. And in the, out of nowhere, they see this fat, 
naked kind of woman like suckling at the the nipples of what of a goat uh-huh. there and like spitting blood out and then from that scene we jump to the mother breastfeeding what she thinks is the baby yeah and it's not a baby it's a crow and it's eating her nipple off oh my god and she's laughing and laughing through the whole thing wow and you're like holy fuck yeah that <laughs> took a turn and i'm telling you it gets evil and evil yeah. and evil yeah. and it just goes crazy so yeah i think you dipped right before you should have so you may go go back and check it out because that's just one scene of like six creepy scenes yeah. that they do in it it's it's well done yeah. i really enjoyed it i thought it was very similar to how um the guy from Hereditary does his. It sounds, it sounds, and it looked from what I saw, yeah. it it looked like, like midsummer. It. That's, Hereditary. And that's the thing you would is almost. I I wanted to to yeah. get. I just man, I just couldn't get past <laughs> that. You're just point, not in the right? frame of mind that night. Maybe man. I, that happens. I guess that you got to stick to get stick out stick out some of those slower movies. Yeah. they pay I, off. Hey, I, I watched a bunch of three hour movies <laughs> recently. I'm due for some. The payoff is really worth it with good yeah. horror movies. Usually, that's usually yeah. how they get you, and it. The, the good thing about this is it wasn't that long. You're not going to get a horror movie more than an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, hour, hour and 45 at the most for uh, for some of the longer ones. Mm. But uh, that's what they get. I'm pretty sure The Witch was only an hour and a half. Maybe I'll it was an it, hour and 40. I'll give it another shot. Yeah, give it a shot, man. It's 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 creepy as fuck. We'll talk about it again right. next Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk one here. I'm going to talk one that I grew up with. Uh, I'm going to talk Night of the Demons, 1988. I love Night of the Demons, man. Yeah, I've never seen this one. You've never seen this no, one? No, well, I'm going to tell we, you about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, this one's a lot simpler. There's, there's a lot less story going on here other than just cool shit happening. In the 80s, when I was a diehard horror fan in the 80s. There was some I was, good fucking horror uh, in the God, 80s, God, and this bro. was the time where you just walked into the video store and you were going straight up on what the cover looked the like. The box, yep. And the covers always looked great. They always looked great. And Night of the Demons was one of the ones that always looked great. It had uh, Angela, who is like the head demon in this. They had her like profile. Uh, I think she was either eating an apple or something like that. Uh, the it was creepy as hell. I've seen several covers for the old one, but the old VHS one was creepy as shit. Uh, I saw somebody putting out like '80s horror like uh, VHS cover magnets. They they sell really? like 50 of them. You can put them all over your refrigerator. It would be fun. Because I, I love all that's that pretty shit. cool. Yeah, it's pretty. Neat. Yeah. Uh, so Night of Demons was a it's it's what I think of when I think, hey, you're gonna have uh, your your parents aren't around, you're gonna hang out with your uh, with your friends, and you're gonna be able to watch a movie that you're not supposed to be watching, and it's going to fulfill you completely in the realm of gore, scares, nudity. It it had it all. Yeah. If, if you're looking for all the classic elements. And it really was like an easy, classic, stereotypical story with stereotypical uh, characters yeah. in it. They had 10 people that were all going to two have of a party. Them, two of them might make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> two of them do. Two of them do. Yeah. And that's exactly how many make it. Yeah. Uh, so you got 10 kids that all want to party, and they're like uh, seniors in high school. So they're like, it, it's not like. Uh, they're worried about candy and shit. They're 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 getting laid and doing drugs type, right. of, type yeah. of crowd. So uh, ten of them, you know, you got the demure, demure gr- girl who won't put out. You got the girl that will super put out. You got the the black guy who's overly cautious, but rightly so. Yeah. Uh, you have the fat, also probably the first to die. Yeah. You know, the fat yeah. funny. No, he's one of the ones who make it. Actually. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the fat funny uh, guy was part of the group. Uh, who else? You got the Asian girl. Um, 
you got the one guy who just wants to get uh, the one Italian guy. Uh, they have another guy that just wants to get laid no matter what, and of course he's dating the demure girl. Uh, so they all like put themselves at this one place. And well, and the main girl Angela is like uh, is like the weird girl in school that's just into the occult, right? And, and that's it was her idea, her party. So she set it all up. Uh, I actually got a still from this movie saved in my phone, and I'm going to show it to you <laughs> because there's a, one of my favorite single shots from a, from like a horror movie was uh-huh. from this movie. And every time I watch it, and I've watched this movie a lot of times, I'm always want to either pause it or just be amazed by how awesome it looks. And uh, so they get to the party, and uh, I mean the the music is actually pretty good that they uh, they got for the movie, mm-hmm. and the special effects were next level good. The special effects and the gore for this really the only actress really famous to come out of this movie was uh, uh, Leanna uh, Quigley. Uh, I can never say her first name. It's so Linnea. Linnea, yeah. that's right, Linnea Quigley, and she became a major horror uh, scream queen. She's probably really? the number one scream queen. She's been huh. in like hundreds of them. And uh, probably the most notable other than this one was Return of the Living Dead. She was awesome in that one. Oh, nice. Uh, and she's got an iconic scene in this one. So basically, they're going to uh, they're gonna have a seance type of thing. They're going to bring the devil. The they, devil comes through into the party and possesses one of them. And then that person possesses another one. And that person possesses another one. Eventually, mm. there's only like two people. So it's pretty simple. But it's all about the kills and the violence. And this one scene, so let me pull this picture up. I want to show you this. All right, there's, there's a great scene where they decide how they're going to uh, bring about the, the demon. They were like, we need a mirror. So they find this huge mirror, and they're going to somehow drag him through the mirror mm. into this world uh, by this chant or something she's doing. And then someone accidentally breaks the mirror, and it falls all over the ground. And... Uh, and ends up coming through one of the shards of glass. But before it went through one of the shards of glass, we've got a shot that every actor was had to be on their mark to get. So oh the, wow, yeah. All the shards of glass landed on the ground, and every actor uh, hit their mark so their face is perfectly lined up individually and like probably 25 different shards of glass. It's yeah. actually a brilliant shot. Yeah, it's really There's good. There's a lot of really good shots in that movie that you're like, wow, this is the one thing that puts this movie above a lot of the other kind of just campy horror movies from the 80s. Right. Uh, so they bring about the uh, witch, and it, it goes in uh, uh, Linnea Quigley first, and she ends up kissing Angela, and it goes into her, and then they start doing this. But one of the scenes that everyone mentions when they talk about Night of the, uh, Night <laughs> of the Demons is what I like to refer to as the lipstick scene. <laughs> oh, my God, the lipstick scene. So uh, Linnea Quigley goes into this bathroom all by herself, and she tries to seduce this one guy. And she's, I mean, she's already been taken by the demon, mm-hmm. but she doesn't fully look like the demon yet. At one point, she actually has, like, physical transformations and everything. Uh-huh. Right now, it's just uh, Linnea acting crazy. Gotcha. And she takes her lipstick, and she paints like a heart around her face and then she rips her shirt open and she starts doing circles around her boob she starts uh it's one of the best applications because this is an effect that that we're about to see here uh Uh, but it's one of the best applications because she rips her shirt open and it's her real boobs and then it cuts away real quick and it cuts back and the applications on there looks exactly the same Uh you would almost it was probably one of the best props i've ever seen 
And so she she paints around each boob, and then she takes the lipstick and she puts it up against her left nipple and shoves it into her body. It's a fuck. And and then you hear it almost pop as it goes all the way in, and she pulls her finger out, and the nipple pops back out, perfect. And someone appears at the door, and you're like, "What the fuck? What the what, fuck? What the hell yeah, is happening with crazy. the lipstick? We yeah. don't know anything about it. They don't refer to it ever again. It's just where she keeps it. It's just where she keeps it. That's weird. It's the weirdest thing in the movie, and it's so <laughs> great to see her uh, see her do it. <laughs> yeah, Night of the Demons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It had everything you want, man. All right. <laughs> um, so yeah, this I'm gonna pick one of these two, but I always get one of these two confused okay. with the other. I can one. help you because I've seen. I know what your movies you're talking. So I'm about. gonna pick The Conjuring, and I, I can completely understand. So you're you're meant you're thinking Insidious is the other one. Yes, yeah. Dude. We'll talk about. Maybe we'll go right into that after this one. Sure. But let's talk The Conjuring first. If you don't confuse it yeah. uh, with it. Because I, I get that. why I do that all the time. Right. Uh, because of Patrick Wilson, mainly. And, I, and it's very similar subject matter. I mean, it could be a, it could be one of the cases that the Warrens were, like, investigating. I know, exactly, That's right? so weird about it. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's the same director. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so The Conjuring is the one about uh, Ed and Lorraine yeah, Warren. Yeah, yeah. And also, what is there, Annabelle... Um, Annabelle came off it. The nun came out of it. Did the it. nun come out of that one, or did it come out of? No, I think the nun came out of this one. Okay. I think from what I, I because I had that question for the longest time, and now that I just rewatched them, I uh-huh. think they all come off the Conjuring. I got you. Insidious is just its own thing. I got I you. I mean, and there's several of Insidiouses, but I think yeah, I don't I think, think there's they've three had or a, four of them, and I don't think they've had a a, a spinoff. A, a spinoff. Hmm. But Conjuring has had several. And it makes sense that The Conjuring would, because The Conjuring is dealing with specific cases. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean, that's, I, I love that about, I didn't, know. and then back then when the original one came out, we didn't know that was going to be the case. And not until the second and then the third one, when the third one was brilliant. I loved the third one. Uh, I really which, enjoyed it. Which that's one was The that? one that just came out, where they show her almost as like a direct medium. Remember, she's running towards the end of the cliff. That's and right. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. I can't remember this. I don't think I've seen the second one. And the second one's the one that deals with the nun and with... Well, then there's Annabelle. Annabelle's and, at the very beginning of this one. And Annabelle creation. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, the, this starts with Annabelle. Right. The, the Conjuring, the yeah. original Conjuring. So let's just deal with that one. Uh, I can't remember the origi- the uh, that opening uh, kind of Annabelle story. But well... Did they open... Did they? You've seen the second one. Did they open each one of these with them doing another case, I wonder? That's that's basically that's what it is. That's how they do it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's a clever way to do it. And there's this, um, like, ram cult or something mm-hmm. like that cult of the ram that they talk about in all of the movies interesting but they're they they never i need to watch the second one for sure yeah it's so the, what are they uh that one's a medium yeah she's of. like a medium and he's basically like really smart uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um but it also takes care of her yeah but also he's like a, an ordained or i don't know if he's, that's right, he's that's not right. ordained but he performs like the specific exorcism because yeah she do, he does whatever she can't do because she's off doing something like right. in her mind yeah she's kind of like the zelda from uh I, I call her zelda just because that's her i think her, her real name is the the shorter woman from uh poltergeist uh, yeah her real name zelda rubenstein and i uh-huh. always just call her zelda but I think that's who she is. This house is clean type of person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
And, and she's awesome. We should mention uh, Virma uh, Famiglio, I think, or uh, Famia. Oh, I can never remember her last name, but she is awesome. She is one of the best actresses out there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find it. I think but... it's Virma something. She played in the Bates Motel. She played Norman Bates's mother, but she was also in yeah, Vera Farmiga. Yeah, Vera Farmiga, man, yeah. she's really good. Yeah, I mean, she she's is. known for this for sure uh, because she d- has done it so many times. And I love Patrick Wilson. He's he's perfect for these types. Well, of and roles. also Lily Taylor. I love Lily Dude, Taylor. Lily Taylor was famous in the '90s. That's where we kind of fell in so love with her. Is she in um, Thirteen Ghosts? Uh, or is it the haunting? Or is it the I house on haunted I hill? I think it's the house on haunted. I always and the haunting. Yeah, it's those two, isn't it? Is she in both? I think she is. Okay, I know she's in one of them. She was in sure. fucking everything. You know, like, <laughs> uh, she's that actress that I'm always amazed when other people besides myself know who she is, and they always remember her from something different. You know, Lily Taylor was like one of she was like Parker Posey back in the day. You know, every movie was starring like either Parker Posey or Lily Taylor in the '90s. Yeah, I, uh, who did she play that I always loved her? In it was the haunting, but I the thought, haunting, yeah. yeah, but I thought she was in another one too. But um, I like the haunting. I think I, I think the haunting was the one that I liked more, and we'll get into that more when we do our versus movie because I, uh, yeah, I think the haunting in the house on haunted hill came out at the exact same time. Yeah, and I think I like the haunting better, but I'm, I'd have to rewatch it. I think I probably do too. Yeah, yeah. But The Conjuring. Um, well, she was great in this. And the husband, Ron uh, uh, Livingston from mm-hmm. Office Space, is yeah. awesome in this. Yeah. Very um, good. Yeah, well, and I mean, just specific. So, okay, so they move into this beautiful house. Mm-hmm. And it's cursed by the witch who was hung in the tree mm-hmm. in the backyard, Oops. you know. Um, and so things start happening, mm-hmm. you know. Like, dude, that scene where... Um, they're playing hide and go oh, clap, yeah. yeah. And she gets that became a famous thing for the trailer too. Oh remember? man, yeah. dude, like that was that type of thing gets people. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> was a fucking freaky scene. Uh, you know? I love that they they do a lot of the stuff at the Warrens' house too. Yeah, and uh, like when Down Annabelle, in the was, like when Annabelle, they think Annabelle got out of her. Uh, the fact that they keep like artifacts from previous hauntings in their basement. Yeah. I don't give a shit if it is locked up. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Your kids upstairs. I'm telling you. You know, but and and that was cool too about the idol and everything. Like when mm. they found the music box and like she would appear behind the music box and yeah. stuff like that. And like <clears throat> excuse me. It was a, a really fucking fun movie. Yeah, like it was good. I, it was and, these movies can go one of two ways, you know. A lot of them just like yeah. they just burn and die on that it was, first one. You're it like, was that. very, it was very poltergeist ish, yeah. you know. But also, I really enjoyed it though. Like, yeah. uh, you know, these movies, these horror movies that have an if if you a lot of people out there, if you're not familiar with the, some of the more modern ones, if there's a series like this, like uh, like Conjuring or Saw or any of these that have lasted that long, you you can guarantee that first one's good. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they would not get greenlit a lot of these uh, ones. And if you're lucky with some of these series, the sequels are good too. And that's except how for, it is with the Conjuring. Except for Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, I think that was better than one. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah. There's some good death scenes in number one. Yeah, but... Yeah. That's an argument that we need my cousin here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he would he would agree with you, though, because number two is one of his favorite. Uh, uh, we can put that on a versus pod. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I love The Conjuring, man. Scary as shit. Yeah. I mean, when she... Because, spoiler alert, at, at, towards the end, Lily Taylor gets possessed. Yeah. Man, and it is creepy. When she comes out of that fucking sheet. Creepy. Oh, man. Yeah, man. 
And it, it was really fun to watch the exorcism happen and Ron Livingston have to watch the shit going on with his wife. And the way the the sheet ripped on yeah. her and yeah. she looked almost like this crazy different like demon. Yeah. I'm not sure if I was Ron Livingston's wife, I would ever be uh I would ever be able to look at her. Yeah, I know, right? You know? Like, oh, you didn't see what I saw. We're not having sheets on the bed anymore. Yeah. I'm, just I'm just saying. Uh, sheetless sex from now on. <laughs> sheetless everything. No shower curtains. Uh, the, the girls were good because I had like five girls or yeah. something. Uh, it was a great. It must have been to because apparently this was based on uh, these. These are real people, right? The Warrens. Yeah. Are, yeah. They. I mean. And arguably, uh, you may believe or not believe whatever they that's did, but basically, but what apparently it is. they've been part of like four hundred or something like that cases. Yeah. And the fact that they can like snatch certain ones, this must have been a really strong case for them to to put this in the first. Film. Well, I'm sure they also made a shitload of no, money because they could make five, six, seven of these and I would watch. Them oh all. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wish I had known from going in that that's, that's the way they were going to do it. To be honest, I wouldn't mind if they made a fucking TV show about them, Yeah, to be, you know, and just and like every episode is a different story. Like, totally man. I mean, they totally could do that. Okay. So retract that, erase yeah. that. We're going to go pitch that. to somebody. You really need those two, man. And you could get them. She's done TV. I mean, she did the Bates motel and, uh, I mean, I don't know if Patrick Wilson's done, uh, hey, the price is right. He'll do it. <laughs> I don't think he was on that show. <laughs> well, speaking of Patrick Wilson, let's continue with Insidious then, yeah. because Insidious was great, and it was it was great because of that demon for me, man. Yeah, that demon was creepy, creepy as. And fuck. I loved uh, Lynn Shay as the person that comes in to exercise her. Uh, she was the <laughs> the Warren kind of. Uh, uh, equivalent, she was going to come in to clean the house. Yeah, and she's awesome. She's a character actor from way back in the I day. I always remember her from Kingpin. I always remember from something about Mary. Something about that's, Mary. That's funny. Yeah. This, this, like, those old school comedy flicks yeah, that she did. Gosh. That she did not give a shit how bad she looked. She, no, and like, that's the thing is like she plays such like a dirty person. Yeah, yeah. So well, that like, tan she had and like <laughs> so uh, or something about Mary. Or oh, oh, so oh god, with her Kingpin, she was nasty. Where, so. Yeah, with her and she Woody Harrelson like the, having the landlord. Sex, like, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> She's awesome. I'm like, I'm glad she got famous for this. And she's like the only one that I think is in every one of them. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. She, there's like four or five of them, and I think she's in all of them. Uh, I, I think love three of them. Uh, Lee Wynell, uh, his his role and his partner's role in this movie was another really strong element in this film, which kind of set it apart majorly. They were the tech guys. Right. Yeah, and they were. He's fun. the writer. He's the, he writes all these. That Lee Wynell guy, the guy from Saw. Uh huh. He's the one who wrote Saw. Also, I he, didn't he's actually that. a screenwriter and he's an actor. So uh, usually James Wan will put him in uh, these movies. So there's four of them. Four of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. James Wan, I think, has done all these movies, and then James Wan got a little. He branched out. He did one of the Fast and the Furious movies, and he's the one who does the Aquaman movies. Oh wow! Yeah. Which I'm not. Sure I don't know why. if he's. I'm yeah. not sure that's gonna get. I'm sure it'll get him work, but. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd rather be known as the uh, the Conjuring guy. <laughs> for sure I don't know if he's done two and three they might be all different directors for the other ones but so with Insidious it, it was there was enough similar stuff that you could tell that it was almost you could almost consider it in the same universe yeah. as, as it because it would definitely dealt with possession but it dealt with possession straight up as, of that kid yeah you know and it was a demon that hung out by him that was looking to possess him oh. so you know he he put him in a coma at first and the kids like fighting him off yeah and, but ultimately the goal is for this crazy 
demon to possess his son. Dude, I just straight up, I like the first thing that comes into my head is when the lady's sitting at the coffee table and she's talking about when she saw the demon. Yeah. And she like is, there's a like a flash of her in the room and she's looking at him and he's just in the corner of the wall and he's just just this black figure and freaky looking pointing fingers oh, like yeah. seven feet tall you know they did, even before that there's the flash they showed when he was right beside uh patrick, patrick wilson's head. yeah and i think they used it at the very end of the trailer and that's what got me to watch it i was like that image right there is yeah. crazy oh, but man. remember before they even showed uh showed that demon mm. we got to see her draw it remember oh uh, that's right remember lee winell is like just uh he's the one drawing it remember mm-hmm. she's she's whispering kind of what she sees in the corner of the room yeah and uh the pad of paper has just that black creature yeah oh it's so creepy and everything and i i love the breakdown and it's it's such easy exposition in these types of movies but when it's delivered really well by like a great character actor like uh lynn shea yeah. where she's like you're uh, your kid can astro project, and he's gotten really good at yeah. it. And he has got a demon attached to him, and it's Ugh. a real nasty one. Always wanted and, to astro uh, project. God, <laughs> the the idea of astro projecting was a, such a major element in this movie, which made it even better. Mm. And the fact when when Barbara Hershey entered the movie as Patrick Wilson's mom, yeah, and it, there were like elements sprinkled in there of how. You could tell that the mom and like Lynn Shea were having conversations about stuff that Patrick Wilson didn't know about. And then when it was revealed uh, to everyone, this was the spoiler alert, not sure how much of a spoiler it is, but it was revealed that Patrick Wilson as a child used to astro project. That's right. And he had uh, a witch that was like following him around. And the only way he could get rid of her is uh, is put it out of his memory and kind of forget the whole incident. So he's completely forgot about the incident that when they told him about it, it like floods back to him, but it took it a while for it to come back. Right. Like, no, I can't astro project. He says, yes, you can. Yeah. You're very good at it. Mm-hmm. And it was revealed. Lynn Shea is the one that helped him as a child. And, uh, then she's like, not only could you do it, you need to do it now and you need to go do it and save your son. Dude, when he's there and in the place that yeah, they like go the, to the ether or wherever, whatever he was, it yeah. is. And he goes through that, house and that family's in there and they're just all like just i don't even know they're like painted white but like they just have still faces they don't Mm. move at all and then he's looking at one of them and like she just blinks and he's like Mm. what the fuck and he goes to walk away and he gets to like the other room and you just hear bow 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 and one of them just shoots the three of them on the couch and like oh it's creepy, man. It was it's like creepy, it, it's bro. like a really good haunted house that yeah. he's walking through, and he's just witnessing yeah. uh, some really great stuff. And uh, yeah, it was fun, man. I loved it. Now you knew almost immediately when it ended that there was going to be another one. You yeah. were like, oh, they're going to make more of these. The one thing I hate about it, though, the one thing I hate about oh, it, shit, <laughs> is making Justin mad. That music that like mm. just like just oh it's it was loud and like shrill yeah, yeah dude like i can't remember it being that bad but it oh, yeah oh man you, oh. you and my girl my girl will be like that yeah or, like my girl can't stand with uh someone has like an ear injury in a movie and they do that thing yeah like, it's yeah and she's like i get it yeah <laughs> 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 uh, yeah insidious that's funny all right Let's do, uh, go back to you then, man. What do you got? All right. Um, 
Dude, let's go with The Exorcist. Oh, the big dog. Dude. The I, big dog, probably on everyone's number one. It's weird that it could be always... It, if it's not number one, it's number two on everyone's list. Oh, yeah. And it's... I don't know what people are picking for number one if you're not picking The Exorcist. Yeah. I, I mentioned in the pod... Uh, well, actually, it'll it'll come here first, but I think I mentioned on the pod that Dave's going to be on that's coming up. But my mom had borrowed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She had never seen it. Mm-hmm. She couldn't make it through it. She's like, it was just too much. Oh, wow. She, I was like, that just amazes me and, and makes me really happy that like a movie that uh, a low budget movie that a bunch of people made in Texas one summer yeah. uh, still can scare the hell out of somebody hell that, yeah. that far away. And the exorcist, that, that thing, the thing with the exorcist, and I've heard this from a lot of people, there was a great interview by Stephen King that mm. said he, uh, he didn't go see it the first weekend. He waited a couple weekends and it kind of built and built and built. And like the word of mouth was like, this is insane. This yeah. movie is like, it should be banned or, or maybe it shouldn't. Maybe the Catholic church could get, get on board with this if it's, if it's true. Yeah. But what was, uh, inarguable is that it was scaring the piss out of people. Hell yeah. So Stephen King was like, he said he waited to one like Sunday afternoon and him and his wife were going to go that night and they mm-hmm. took a nap. So they were like prepared and ready yeah. for it. And they went in there and, uh, he said, and what he saw was the scariest movie he's ever seen in his life. I bet. And it, it still is. It yeah. holds the fuck up, dude. Dude, it's crazy. A movie from, ni- what is it, 1973. A movie from 1973 should not be hold- held up still as the scariest movie. And it's not just the scariest movie for us. It's scariest movie for, like, millennials, for, for like, even younger <laughs> than millennials. Yeah. Uh, kids are scared shitless of this movie, and rightfully so. God, Linda Blair was... She's so good. Oh, my God, bro. I, yeah. I don't know how the hell she didn't have problems. I, I mean, I know how movie sets are. That, that's what does it, you know, because we've done horror movies before. It's unbelievably fake. And, right. like, almost to the point of being laughable, and things are done in cuts, Oof. and that you can always see seven people in the room and everything. Side note, Alec Baldwin. Whew. Yeah. Whew. Dave and I talked about that, too. But okay. I think this is uh, uh, this is going to... Hit before that, and everything. What are your thoughts? I I, I feel bad for the whole situation. Man. I feel bad, but and I'm not sure. I blame Alec Baldwin. I blame the uh, that the armorer. The armorer. Yeah. She she came out like weeks before and said she wasn't even prepared for this. Job. Well, and and do you hear about her previous movie with Nicholas with, Cage? Yep, Nicholas Cage like, walked off of it, and then they had free accidental. There should be no live ammo on the set. No I mean, hell no, not no at all. No, set. why the fuck would you have that? That like, makes no sense. They shouldn't even use blanks anymore with digital stuff. You don't even, exactly. You don't even need to. Like, so stuff could be put in the post. So I feel bad, but someone's going to pay. I'm glad I wasn't part of it. But the exorcist (laughs) had some amazing special effects. Well, and that's what I was saying, like on the movie set, because that voice was added afterwards. mm -hmm. That's really what did it. Yeah. They added that. And it's a woman who did that, uh, that voice. Yeah. And, uh, it's, (sighs) It does half the thing. I just had a mind-blowing thing the other day when that devil's face that flashes. I've mentioned it before. It was yeah. an image that my cousin uh, can barely look at. I think yeah. he's warmed up to it in his later years, but when he was younger, it would send him out of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful actress mm-hmm. who who did that devil face. Really? I, I, I thought it was a dude. And huh. then I saw like a split screen. I was like, holy shit. No shit. Yeah. So. Interesting. This was a movie for me I was scared of before I even saw it. You know? I, yeah, I didn't because I was young when. Yeah, I saw do you this. remember? I I well, I remember like not, <laughs> like not knowing what it was that I was about to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just hey, we're gonna watch this movie. Okay. Had the, you know. Who was? How old were you? And who was showing it to you? Was it was it my dad? dad for sure. And I mean, I was fucking young, bro. We like, talking eight? 
probably, probably younger. Yeah. Like, you know, and... Had he seen it already? I don't remember. Was it one of those, <laughs> you should watch this? I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that he probably did. Um, I want to say, actually, I think I remember him saying he saw this in the theater. Um, I think I saw the clips from Terror in the Isles before I saw the movie. Uh-huh. And, but they showed the worst clips or, yeah, or the yeah. best clips. I mean, I, I saw it at a very young age. We'll yeah. just say that. Yeah. Terror in the Isles was the movie I saw way too young because they showed all the horrific clips like from every all the scene. horror movies. Yeah. So I, there were movies that I'm still now coming across that I was like, holy shit, I know that scene. It's from Terror in the Isles, and I've never known it until just now. Yeah. Uh, most of those movies I have and I own, but man, The Exorcist, the clips they showed were the ones you remember yeah. <laughs> from the movie. Oh, God, dude. And it was just, it was difficult, man. Anything <laughs> like, it, it, it's weird. You don't even have to believe in satan or demon possession to be frightened by it you yeah because i don't believe in it but it's still scary as oh, shit dude i mean come on when her fucking head spins around oh. are you kidding me like it was even the more difficult stuff for me in that was when she looked semi-normal like when like when she peed at the dinner party the, peed at the dinner party or where the uh one guy comes in and she uh, she starts like masturbating with the uh, the crucifix. Oh she, like, yeah, slamming up yeah. against her crotch oh, and yeah. saying "fuck me, oh, Jesus." Man. That type of stuff and just the expression on like Ellen Burstyn's face that holy shit. Oh god. And people forget too because they remember all the horrific stuff from that. But the first like. 15 or 20 minutes of the movie, you got to see Linda Blair be like the sweetest, most lovable kid yeah, in the world. Right. I mean, so it was, it was not out of left field that when we saw her being like a, a complete demon, did they ever like, I don't recall. Did they ever like explain how she got possessed? It was the Ouija board she was playing with. Oh, Captain yeah. Howdy. Captain Howdy was the demon that uh, they were speaking to through the Ouija board. So they're thinking that's kind of what possessed her. Crazy man. I love the, uh, I, I love Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow is so great. They made him look old as shit in this movie, and now he looks that way. Now he life. is, yeah. <laughs> I love uh, Miller. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Miller. Jason Miller. Mm-hmm. He's uh, from a long lineage of famous actors. His dad was Jackie Gleason. Really? And his son is Jason Patrick from uh, The Lost Boys. No the shit. The guy from Lost Boys. Uh, and I love Jason Miller. I've seen him in several stuff. He came out, and I arguably like The Exorcist 3 almost as much as the first Exorcist. I love The Exorcist 3. Me and my cousin are huge Exorcist 3 fans. Legion, and it's so good, man. You gave me one that I hadn't seen before. Um, An Exorcist film? Yeah. Was it that, or was it the... Uh, the... It might have been 4. It could have been the... You mean the, uh, the Alexander Skarsgård one? There was one that was uh, Dominion... There was Exorcist Dominion. There was Exorcist The Beginning, which were the same movies but recut. It's very complicated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to see if I can look at the box here. Maybe yeah. it'll pull up. I'll know which it one. It might be that one. I seem like it would. I would have given you The Exorcist 3 because it's so good. I think it's The Beginning. It's The Beginning? Yeah. There's an interesting story about that one. You'd have to do some research about it, but... Uh, Rennie Harlan directed one of them and Paul Schaefer directed another one. And it was like this huge argument with the, with the production company that, uh, one that Paul Schaefer wasn't getting along with and they fired him and they brought Rennie Harlan in kind of like the Snyder cut situation. Right. You know, they had, uh, Josh Wheaton did one and then, uh, Snyder got rehired. 
it's a, there's actually two versions of the same movie, one called Dominion and one called The Beginning. Huh. Very interesting. And one was one was arguably better than the other, and I can't remember what it was. I was recently at my cousin's shop, and uh, I I picked up Dominion, and I asked him. I was I was like, "Is this the better one of the two? And I was like, "Do you know what I'm talking about?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." There's two of them. I said, "Do you yeah. remember which one was better?" And he's like, "I think it's that one." Yeah. And, but I haven't gone back and rewatched them. But yeah, uh, I, I watched it a couple of years ago, but I can't remember what it was now. Number three was Next Level. That one's with Brad Dorif and George C. Scott and the serial killer uh, in, like, the cell was being possessed by a demon, and it was huh. creepy as hell. It all took place in, like, an insane asylum. I loved it. But, yeah, that first Exorcist, was, did you have a favorite scene from the uh, the first Exorcist? Uh, favorite scene? I mean, God, dude, anything when she was fully possessed, fully possessed. in the bedroom, yeah. you know, I, I last was, half of the movie. basically. Yeah. You know, for me, the but, scariest stuff was going up that staircase when you first, like, and you didn't really know what you didn't was going to be, what was gonna when, be in there. When they it opened was the creepy door. as hell yeah. as a kid, especially I was yeah. like, because you went up there a few times Yeah, and that was really classic horror movie making right there. And we didn't realize it when we were watching it, like William freaking really did a great job of, developing that horror because we were used to one situation happening because yeah. every time she went up those stairs something more horrible than the last time yeah and she transformed even uh, worse yeah to the I, when she was like speaking in tongues and fully doing that like voice it, it was jarring for sure. Oh, yeah. But also, like, you know, I mean, Max von Sydow, you could see the toll that it took on him throughout the movie. Like, oh, God. Did you ever dude. see the SNL sketch on The Exorcist with Richard Pryor? No. You should check it out. Future oh. Justin. Yeah. Check out SNL. <laughs> Exorcist Richard Pryor. Do what he says. You'll, you'll, you'll laugh your ass off. It's really funny. I'll tell you what it does remind me of, though, is, and I'm not sure which scary movie it is, but have you seen, do you, where they spoof that with um, Andy Richter and James Woods? No. I don't oh, remember that. God, one. dude. I, I've, it, it was one of the scary movies? Like, yeah. Maybe it was the last one. I'm not as familiar with it. It could be. Yeah. I can't remember, but... Basically, you know, James Woods is Max von Sydow oh, and Andy I Richter is the other yeah. one. And you like, you know, the scene with the flies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do that where James Woods is standing there and like, you know, the flies are there and mm -hmm. he's like praying and he's like, please release this demon. And there's just more and more flies and more and more flies. And then they cut back and he's on the toilet taking a shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like the the possessed girl is in the bed and, and she's like. Hey, your mother's in here with us, Harv. Oh, yeah, uh, you, man. Do you want to say anything? And Andy Richter's like, yeah, mom, will you get out of there, please? And his mom comes from out under the blanket, and she's like, well, you're no fun. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I do remember that now that you, yeah. you've talked through it. It's funny as hell. Oh, it's great. All right. Of the same kind of universe for that one, too, and they were always being compared growing up. I'm going to go into the Omen universe, but I am not going to pick the Omen part one. I'm mm -hmm. going to pick the Omen part two, Damien. Yeah. And I love this movie, man. I think me and my cousin might have talked about it on our horror sequels pod because, in, in my opinion, this movie and Phantasm might have the two best sequels. I love Phantasm 2 and I love Damien. Phantasm's uh, awesome. The Omen 2. Well, 2 was, uh, like, Phantasm 2, the, the second one, that's where all the fun shit happened. And kind of like with The Omen, and it wasn't as much fun stuff, but whoever did the death scenes in Damien The Omen did such a fantastic job. So good, man. Oh, yeah. And so, obviously... 
Gregory Peck's no longer with us. He was the last time we saw him. He was trying to kill Damien yeah. in, uh, in the church, and he was gunned down by, like, the f- French policeman, I think. Yeah. And uh, it, it left all his family to wonder, oh, why did this uh, U.N. ambassador, who seemed all put together, want to try to murder his son? Yeah. Try to go all Susan Smith on him. And uh, so where it takes us now is he's about 16 or 17 years old. He goes to military academy, and he's been spending. He's been living with Gregory Peck's brother, played by William Holden. Mm-hmm. And his mother is uh, Lee Grant, and there's a whole bunch of other famous actors in it. Lance Henriksen's in it. He's one of the generals from the, uh, the academy that he goes to school at. And... Like some of the other, like the other Omen movie with the yeah, some uh, people know who he is. Yeah, like familiars that are put groomed. that are put in there, and he's been yeah. groomed to get to a certain level. He where later he's becomes gonna, Michael Douglas and um, uh, with Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah, what is that one where he's? I'm destined to become president. It's my destiny. Oh, that Dead Zone. Yeah, Dead yeah, Zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's actually a great Omen three mm-hmm. where Sam Neill plays him grown up. Oh, really? And he becomes the ambassador. It's a great movie. Oh, I don't know. Really if I've seen good. That one. Yeah, it's uh, the Omen, the conflict. I think is the name of it, or Last huh. Conflict, maybe. Hmm. I think it's the conflict. Uh, but I love Sam Neill in that one. That it's a really good trilogy. My dad used to rent these all the time growing up, so I watched these quite a bit. But the second one, that that first one had some really good deaths in it too. They uh, David Warner got his head cut off by that glass. glass yeah. The obviously the maid uh, hanging herself at the birthday party it's was a famous for one. It's you, Damien. The uh, the priest getting the iron rod through yeah, him. So, impaled. So oh man. The bar was set pretty high, and man, they met it in this one. Because this one, for some reason, the deaths really stuck with me, and it was creepier when the kid was like it was, seventeen. It was the me. brother dying. Is that the was one, what got you? That's the one that I remember the oh, most. Oh man, it was it was difficult too because he really thought his brother might go along with him. Yeah, because people were figuring it out. Yeah. at this point, and uh, people close to him knew that there was weird accidental deaths happening all around yeah, him. Just some <laughs> woman that was going to write an article about him uh, got like uh, attacked by crows, and it poked her eyes ate her eyes like completely out of her head and then she stumbled in the street blind and got hit by hit by like a semi and it it hit the front of the truck hit her and then she flipped up and her whole body hit the back of the trailer and then it fell down and the back wheel ran over oh my god it was like this crazy death and that's how all the deaths were do you know who meshach taylor is the name's really Um, familiar he was in uh mannequin he was the gay guy in mannequin the black guy uh, I'm looking him up right he now. He was also in Designing Women. He was the uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. one black guy that worked um, at the, uh, there. He, I know he's been in a couple of the Mannequin's probably one of his more famous 80s flicks, though. He dressed like a crazy man. Yeah, I totally Mannequin. remember that. I'm just trying to think of what his character's name was. Well, he looks very similar to He almost looks like he could be... Um, uh, Arsenio Hall's brother yeah. in this movie. He looks very similar to Arsenio Hall. I'm just trying to what his name was on Designing Women. Oh, yeah. What the hell was it? Can't uh, think of it. Yeah, I anyways. watched a lot of that show too. And uh, so he worked. He worked at the hospital and ran like Damien's blood and knew that he w- had like a different cell structure and everything. So Damien didn't even have to be in the room when he was killing people. He could do it from like fucking across the the, yeah. the, the city. Yeah, he just had an inkling that someone was gonna uh, fuck him over and he would take care of it. So Meshach gets all this information, and I, I'm going to bring it to the lab and everything, and he gets in the elevator and goes up to, like, 
the elevator stops at like the 27th floor Ugh. and then it suddenly just drops. My girl has problems with elevators. She has dreams about them and she won't do an elevator movie. Ooh. So I'm not sure if she's seen this. <laughs> so the, the elevator <laughs> drops all the way to the first floor and it, and it hits, but it doesn't kill him. He, he just, he, he's actually kind of relieved. He's still on his back because it threw him on the back, not realizing that outside the uh, elevator, there's a cable that stretches across that's falling super fast from the top and you can hear it the sound effect is awesome it's just whizzing down and it cuts straight through and cuts Meshach Taylor in half to the point where his entrails just spill out on the elevator floor you're like what the hell Yeah, (laughs) and it's just one death after another that was crazy does the elevator fall on him too no he's in the elevator oh okay yeah yeah, it's just the cable from above oh man but uh, William Holden goes to see apparently there's this wall where Damien's face is on and that's going to let everyone know that ah oh, he is the antichrist yeah and uh then he uh yeah if i didn't mention already damien's the antichrist <laughs> a little late yeah <laughs> i assume you know what the omen was about but he goes and checks out this wall and it's like a train yard and one guy gets pinned between where those trains connect mm-hmm. and so he gets stuck oh, in one of them dude. and another one like comes and just crushes him just and man. it's moving too yeah it's, like, it's creepy oh as hell, man. bro it's, that's the deaths were crazy and then yeah. yeah it goes down to his brother he gives him like an embolism in the middle of the fucking the scream woods. his brother makes oh. right before he dies because he, he says stick he doesn't you. deny it they have this whole creepy conversation he was like i know you're the devil i know you're the antichrist he, he's like you should be with me mark you know you you and me we could yeah. rule this thing like, you're my brother and, and there's a scenario when you think back and you and you look at like number three there was a scenario where his brother could be like his head general if yeah. he, because they were that close or it's not his brother's cousin uh and it would have been a, an interesting take if they did it i think sam neil did have enough people around him in number three yeah uh, because he was like running for office and shit it was really good i, I wish they had uh they actually did number four but it sucked it was like a girl i think oh, they yeah. just completely went away no from offense it. to girls no it just went away <laughs> from the the normal kind of uh, the thorn trilogy as well. i mean I honestly though that would be a good twist you know on a new movie if for, they did like, it the new one and yeah. they uh maybe it was the same thorn family i don't know because it's it's a series that, like I said, those first three were really good. Yeah, I loved them. Yeah, so. for sure. All right. All right. Tell us so, what you got. Um, let's go Needful Things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I fucking love Needful Things, dude. You're running out of movies you know really well here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed. <laughs> no, we only got a few left anyway. Yeah. Uh, I love Needful Things, man. I'll talk Needful Things all day long. Yeah, dude. I remember reading. I have an actual. I just came across it the other day. I have a photo of me reading the novel on the couch that someone took of me. Nice. Like when it first came out. I remember reading it and then giving it. I was going to read it over uh, like two or three days. Yeah, I was but... going to do nothing but read it. But then I was going to give it to my mom and she was going to read it. So yeah. we both read it. And it's... Uh, my mother, I'm not sure what her favorite Stephen King book are, but I know for a fact this book and my wife's favorite Stephen King book is Needful Things. Yeah. It's just such an enjoyable book. Which is better, the movie or the... The book, book just because it's more detailed. The book's always going to be better, just slightly, but yeah. if you don't have the time to read it, then the movie's But they're very good. similar. They're, it's very similar, and it's a good uh, adaptation of it. It's nice. really good. Yeah. And what was great about it is the, those actors. They got those actors, and the scenes just... They followed the book really well, so it, it those... It kind of wrote itself That's as being awesome. just like a genius thing. Why don't you tell us a little about well another Max von Sydow? I love Max yeah. von Sydow. Yeah, um, and also um, what's the name of the town? 
that all Castle Rock, Castle Rock, yeah, Castle whatever Rock. happened with like that series that was going on with? Yeah, that? I think they ended it. I watched the first two seasons too. Did you? The first one was uh, like a Shawshank Redemption thing, and then the second one was Misery. Huh. Interesting. Misery one was good. I think the second season was a lot better, but I'm not sure. That. I forgot about that. First one, eh, it was all right, but the second one was creepy because I, if you like Lizzie Kaplan, she played a great kind of Annie Wilkes, mm. and you got to see her as young and how she really got into being a manipulative kind of crazy bitch. Oh, nice. So I liked it. So in the town of Castle Rock, um, and like, oh man, I'm just remembering Amanda Plummer's character mm. in this with her arthritis. Like, every actor, is, oh, every character actor in this movie, J. is T. Amazing. Walsh, Ed. Harris, yeah. God, Bonnie dude. Bedelia, yeah. Um, uh, who else is in this? That's really great. Off the top of my head, no offense to anyone that may be listening that was in it because we're so popular. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I don't necessarily see any. No other Nate, well-named ones. Yeah, um, Ray McKinnon. Yeah, but so Max von Sydow opens up a shop mm-hmm. in the middle of town, and rural Maine. Yeah, and like. So when people come in and they find these things, there's like I, he like talks them into like he sees a flash when they t- they see a flash when they touch it. Like the guy comes in and buys his uh, or touches his sport jacket, and he immediately sees himself as a young kid driving in the car wearing the jacket. Uh-huh. So it, it's like a nostalgia. I mean, nostalgia is what gets them to notice the item, but when they touch it, they feel the they nostalgia. They feel it, right. They see yeah. the nostalgia in their head, and they have to have it. Yeah. Have to. And they'll do anything for yeah. it, you and, know? And that's what it is. He just gives them instead of... And it's always a price that they can't quite afford and everything, and he's like, well, we can work something else out, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you soon realize that he's having each person do a little errand for him to Up, drive each other some, fucking crazy. Some of them he sells as like a practical joke. Like I know he did that to the kid who was going to throw, uh, uh, throw apples through the windows of that one woman's farmhouse. Right. And, yeah. Uh, then the other person who threw, uh, and then he threw like chicken shit all over. It was like shit. Yeah. Everything. I remember that. Brian Russ. I even remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that kid got it bad in that movie, too. So it, it was interesting to see because everyone that went in there, except for Ed Harris. Ed Harris was the – he played Alan Panghorn, which has been in several Stephen King movies. It's a famous sheriff that he Oh, uses. really? Michael Rooker played him, uh, Alan Panghorn, in uh, The Dark Half. Interesting. And I uh, did a great job in it. But Ed Harris was really good in this role. Yeah. Uh, I Reading the book, I always pictured, like, Jack Nicholson as, like, the shop owner. Just that conniving kind of guy and everything. But once yeah. – once Max Vaughn came in there, he was so good in this man. I, I love him in all his... I've been watching a lot of his old Swedish movies, mm-hmm. and he, he plays a lot of great like characters in there. But the, when he got a certain age, he could just play this type of character. He, he delivers with like such grace and Ugh. class and like... I don't like he can be the bad guy and you can still be smiling watching oh, him. Yes, there's a great line you know? that I love from this where he uh, where one of them one character says Jesus and he says, Oh, the carpenter from Nazareth? Yeah. Oh, I knew him well. Yeah. He died badly. Yeah. <laughs> Such right. a great oh. thing. Or the uh, kill them all, let God sort them out. He's because he's just the way he turns the Catholics and the Methodists against each other in yeah. this movie to they're like in the street. Fighting each I other. know, yeah, it, it's, it's fucking it's, great. He really just turns the entire town on themselves, and yeah. that's kind of his 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 deal. He's the devil, but he's uh, using people's kind of uh, 
kind of nostalgia against him to like attack other people. Yeah. And he slowly makes them all go crazy and believe that everybody's against everybody. And like that, oh, the scene with Amanda Plummer, when it's her and that woman from, uh, I can't remember where that woman's from. Is she from, uh, I always, the woman that worked, that lived at the farmhouse, uh, that got her, uh, her sheets all fucked up. She went over and her and Amanda Plummer are the ones who fought with each other. I kind of think she was, uh, she was in League of Their Own. Mm, I kind of think sure. she's one of the League of... Yeah, this is uh, her, that Valerie girl right there. I wonder what they say that Valerie girl's in. Valerie Bromfield? Yeah. I wonder if League of Their Own is one of uh, the things. I know she's in some other stuff. She's in Mr. Mom. Oh, yeah. She uh, was the one that was playing the mechanic that said, you can't feed the kid chili. She was the one that was there to fix the TV. Who's Harry Crumb? Harry Crumb, that's another good just, one. I just so got to mention that. <laughs> so yeah, she's, she's done stuff before, but the scene where they were attacking each other in the house with butcher knives, yeah. And Amanda Plummer is so good and oh everything, my God, dude. That you don't know if she's gonna go next level, and she goes ne- when they kill her dog yeah. in this movie, oh. she goes next level crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, she goes like Honey Bunny from yeah, <laughs> from for like real. Fiction. All right, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love JT Walsh too. I killed my wife. Yeah. Is that wrong? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's so good Ugh. as that guy. And he wanted that that toy that he got. That's what he wanted at the right. Needful Thing shop, the one that did the racehorse thing. That's but it right. told him who would win the races. So he started like winning and that's what uh uh, Leland Gant, who's the uh, Max von Zeeson character, said to him, he says, this isn't a normal toy. He says, you bet on what these, you play these races out, yeah. you mark them down, and you bring them to the thing, and then you will win, and it starts happening. Yeah. Too, man. But to what end? Yeah. You know? Ugh. Bonnie Bedelia had that uh, like medallion around her neck. That's, I mean, dude, that, and she when... She had like really bad arthritis. Yeah, dude. So and her hands were like clenching up and uh, apparently they didn't have CBD back then. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, he gave him, gave her this like medallion or a locket almost. It was like an amethyst. Yeah, it's like an amethyst, yeah. but it, it could open, but he said never, don't open it or mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, it was, it had like a spidery bug in it or something like that. That she eventually had to get open. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, it was dark. I love Needful Things. It was so Dave, much fun, Dave liked Needful Things. I'm, so much so that I almost feel guilty talking about it without him. Sorry, Dave. Because uh, <laughs> I know he's a, he's a big fan of this movie. And it's uh, last time I checked, it wasn't an easy movie to find either. Uh, I, I'm lucky that I got a copy. But well, I, it, is, it is Halloween, so if the spirit of Dave is with <laughs> us, say something now. I know a little German. He is with us. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Possession is real. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to one of my, uh, what do we got left here? Uh, oh, we only got two left. Okay. Let's go. Uh, I want to talk about the John Carpenter one last. So I say we do some Rosemary's Baby. Sure. Uh, now, you're not familiar with Rosemary's no, Baby. No, this is a little far before my time. They're, they're all far before my time. Yeah. This one's... This <laughs> I one, watch movies from the 30s. <laughs> it's hard enough for me to get through this, like, 70... What year was Jaws? 75. Okay. Below Jaws, Below Jaws, it's difficult. It's difficult. You know what okay. I mean? This was what? It just missed your cutoff? Yeah, yeah 1968. Seven years. I mean, it's color. 68. It's color. It's a great horror movie, man. Yeah. This was oh, like, no, I have, I've always heard like, oh, Rosemary's Dark Baby. Dark and definitely kind of a great character study. And uh, I don't like to pimp out uh, Polanski much because he is a prick. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a different kind of lifestyle that... Uh, at least he's he's over in Paris and knows n- not well enough to kind of keep uh, their ways there and our ways here because he's, the court system doesn't believe in <laughs> <laughs> in the age limit of what he's uh, oh, deciding God. to date. 
Uh, well, yeah. Woody so, Allen's he, still here. Yeah, Woody Allen's still here. <laughs> the problem is I don't like any Woody Allen's movies. It's I like ants. <laughs> <laughs> you the ants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there might be one or two uh, Woody Allen movies, but not many. I'm not. I'm not a Woody Allen fan. No. Polanski though has done some good movies, man. And uh, Rosemary's Baby is <laughs> one of them. It's it's probably on my top 100, and uh, it's mainly because of Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow is so good in this movie. The, everyone's great in it. John Cassavetes good. Uh, Ruth Gordon, who plays one of the creepy neighbors, is great. A lot of great old character actors in it. Mm. So basically, what's going on is. It, they live in a, a really nice place that they just kind of moved in into Great Brownstone. I think it's in New York. And uh, Mia Farrow's, uh, she's not pregnant at this point. It's just her and her husband, and her husband's a struggling actor who can't, like, get his career moving. Mm. And he ends up meeting a whole bunch of old people that are in the building, and they end up having dinner over there, and they end up talking with them and everything. And that's when stuff starts getting weird. You know, she's she's noticing weird things about the neighbors, and she, she they just don't add up. Uh, and she can't make heads or tails out of what their kind of uh, what their deal is. Mm-hmm. And then one day she has a crazy nightmare. Turns out it's not really a nightmare mm-hmm. that she's being tied down and that she sees glimpses of the neighbor people there and they're naked and they're in her room. And then there's a dark figure and they're just showing eyes and everything. And we're getting the idea that I, I think she's getting raped by the devil. I'm pretty sure she's getting raped by the devil right That's now. awful. And it's awful. <laughs> and then she finds out she's pregnant the next day. Mm. And then her husband's getting a lot of work and she's uh, in... She thinks maybe maybe shit's turning around. Maybe getting pregnant is probably a good thing. And the neighbor people all want to have like a hands-on experience with this. They're, you go to my doctor. Go check my doctor out. Or mm-hmm. the uh, the Ruth Gordon character who I, I love in uh, My Bodyguard is one of my favorite things with her. And you may have seen her back in the – not Justin. She was famous in the 60s. <laughs> Never heard of her. Not around my time. <laughs> uh, but she's, giving her, she's bringing like the daily shake that she makes for her that's uh-huh. supposed to be good with vitamins and and take it for the baby and everything and brains and she she's just she's not feeling well and she's not looking good and she's losing weight and she's looking pale and she's seeing her friends and her friends like who are you what doctor you're seeing go see my doctor yeah and uh charles young charles groden's one of the doctors really too, who who's uh kind of uh talks her through this and one of the other doctor is uh I can't remember if it's Morte or Rande, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's one, one of the other. One yeah. of the other. He's he's like the doctor. He's like, I'm going to give you this script, and you're going to be taking this and that, and only go to me and don't listen to anybody else. And mm-hmm. he's in on this. You yeah. realize everyone's in on this. Right. You don't know what to, what level it is, and it goes all the way down to finding out that the uh, the husband like literally just basically sells his wife's body as a vessel in order to better his career. That's how they wow. got to him. They, they said, we can make you a good actor. We need a vessel to to bring the devil's son, the devil's seed into this world and everything. And he's like, sure, and, I want to be famous. And most people's only problem in this movie is it only gets kind of really crazy at the very end and then it ends. Mm-hmm. Like she, she has the baby and she wakes up and she's like half drugged and she wanders into this like parlor where all the old people are sitting and there's a whole bunch of people that she doesn't even know. They've all just congregated. And now they're not even hiding it. There's upside down crosses. The bassinet is completely black. Mm -hmm. And uh, she looks at the baby and they never show us the baby's face in the uh, thing, but she's never, never. 
Uh, oh. and, it's, and a lot of people are pissed at that. A lot of people have no I'm problem with it. I'm mad now. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> her reaction is almost good enough. She yeah. clamps her hand over her. What have you done to his eyes? What's wrong with his eyes? She mm. says, he's got his father's eyes. No, eyes. Uh, guys, guy was her husband. She says, uh-huh. guy's eyes look normal. Yeah. And she's crying and everything. And they were like... Uh, they're trying to talk her into it. You're like, be be a mother to your kid. This will be a lot easier if you go along with it. And oh, wow. The movie kind of ends with her like rocking the thing where she's like, I think she's going to raise the devil and she's going to be all right with it. Wow. And uh, they never went on to a sequel or anything like that, but it ended like just creepy enough where you're like, Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. See, I, you know, I could go for a movie and maybe like we were talking earlier, maybe uh, The Omen 3 or mm. 4 or whatever, um, goes into that, but like, I could go for a movie where the Antichrist is born, mm-hmm. grows up almost like Blackburn. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, grows up and flash forward to the devil running the earth and just bringing about the end of times. Yeah. Like, it, you could do it like an origin story. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, then someone has to reverse what we're watching. Yeah, it's not you know, idea. like, yeah. Could be the omen, just start at the end, kind of thing. Something, like, but like, almost like unless you uh, or a great time travel movie, it would be actually. Well, just because like they always leave off with like, dun dun, yeah. this is the Antichrist and it's lived. But we never get to see what. But he you does. never get to see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's why I loved and I, I really enjoyed the the Sam Neill one is because we got to at least see him as an adult, yeah. really putting it in emotion. But I think he still was I can't remember how it ended but i i don't think it was open-ended i think they really kind of thought mm. it was going to be a trilogy and right. ended it. uh so we didn't get to see like uh, lord of the rings <laughs> yeah. Style. yeah this is what the world's become type this is situation. this is the end yeah <laughs> all right we're gonna end it with some john carpenter here i love john carpenter john carpenter got a little dark like midway in his career he, he did something he called like the apocalypse trilogy mm. and i think he says that it was um the Thing, They Live, and Prince of Darkness. Huh. Those were all kind of ones that were basically all about kind of the, the end of the world, uh, kind of coming to an end. And they were all around that, I think, um, yeah, they were all kind of 82 was The Thing, They Live was probably 88. But Prince of Darkness, man, I'm, yeah, I wonder how many people have seen this. You haven't seen this? I haven't, no. And it's John Carpenter... For the most part, early in his career, you could not go wrong. You could pick any of his movies. You could pick Christine, Big Trouble in China, all the way up through even Memoirs of an Invisible Man. You know, I, I liked Memoirs uh, quite a, a bit, movie, actually. Yeah. It was a fun movie, and it's yeah. hard to find. I'm actually watching one on eBay right now, and hopefully uh, the auction ends very low because it's it's like a $30 movie. Is it really? Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to find. Wow. Uh, but that was when he kind of went away from horror, and now he's just kind of doing his composing stuff, which he, he should. He's in, he's kind of elderly now, and he should just play the piano and make music for stuff. That's what he's doing with uh, the new Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that has no... Uh, uh, I have no complaint about about the new horror uh, Halloween movie. The music was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was completely fine. I had no problem with it. Uh, and the music I loved in Prince of Darkness. I, every year, I think I'm gonna get like the uh, the CD or the uh, the digital for it. And see if you can get it on. I vinyl. know the LP. I've yeah. I've seen it. It's it's pretty pricey. It goes for like the original printings are like two or three hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, some of those early LPs are crazy. I'm sure they might have remastered it or something. But so what we're dealing with with the Prince of Darkness is basically 
it, it's a lot of great character actors. The guy who plays Egg Shen, uh, Victor Wong from Big Trouble in China. Also, Dennis Dunn, who played Wang Chi in Big Trouble in China. Peter Jason uh, was in it. Uh, Donald Pleasance plays the priest. And then there was a couple of random guys. One of the guys from Simon and Simon, like the one who wasn't Gerald McGraney, uh, was <laughs> one of the main guys in this movie. Uh, the redheaded girl, she was super cute in this movie. She was great. Uh, got like 10 or 12 pretty kind of either semi-famous character actors. Certainly in Carpenter's movies, he usually used these actors several times. But what's going on is Donald Pleasance has discovered something in the basement of a church, or he has it there. Mm. And it's this crazy cylinder that has this green liquid inside that he's claiming is like concentrated evil, but it's doing something it's growing or it's something's happening to it. So he goes and finds Victor Wong at like the college who's like, um, I, I don't know he's somewhere in the uh, medical field. He's and, like, uh, we'll put this scientist. in the six demon bag. <laughs> yeah. Six demon bag. What's in an egg? Uh, so he basically gets a whole bunch of his students that say, Hey, we're going to spend the weekend at the church and we're going to run every test we could possibly imagine and we're going to get other people we're going to get mathematicians in here we're going to get uh, biologists in here uh, all different fields so they all kind of congregate and they find out all their weekend uh, plans have been canceled so like Dennis okay. Dunn's pissed and everyone's kind of comes in a little grumpy yeah. and they're like and they're not telling him anything they're like what the hell are we here for what are we going to do and they're they're very kind of uh, uh, secretive about what's actually happening and uh, then they go down there and they see what it is. And a lot of them are creeped out. And there's some weird stuff happening outside. Like the bugs are coming to the surface of the earth. Uh-huh. The homeless people are becoming like mindless zombies. And they're all kind of uh, congregating around the outside area of the church. Oh, shit. Led by Alice Cooper. Nice. He just plays this homeless guy. I don't think he says a word through the whole movie. He just stands out there and looks creepy. Uh, and feed my Frankenstein. Yeah, feed my Frankenstein. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so then what happens is one of the biologists goes down there and she's staring at this like green cylinder and she sees that this liquid has formed on the ceiling above it. And when she looks up at it, it sprays out at her and it goes right in her mouth. Oh, and wow. that's where shit just, it's, she's been infected and she's now just systematically infecting everybody else and until it kills everybody but bad shit is happening one of the women uh she's got this horrible bruise in her arm she's like i must have bumped into something i don't know what it was but it's shaped like an onk you know one of those like uh it's like a symbol from like uh roman history or something okay it's just uh, like an upside down cane the kind of is like on her arm mm -hmm. and it keeps getting worse and worse until she is like bedridden and they keep looking in at her and they don't know what's going on and her stomach is like Distending yeah. a, a little bit, and she, her skin starts almost got boils all over. Oh, and she just fuck. becomes completely nasty, and you don't know what's going on. You you can tell she's gonna birth something or something's gonna come out of her. Yeah, and it half the movie she's in there. We're watching her get worse. We know she, at some point she's gonna stand up. Oh and god, she's. Uh, all these other people start getting infected. So they're all like, they realize they can't leave. One of them tries to leave and the homeless people like uh, tear him apart. And then uh, and one of the other guys 
Uh, he's got this creepy voice, and he's saying, you're not going to get out of here. You're going to be have to stay in there forever. And then when they do a close-up, and this, his whole body is made up of, like, bugs, and they start just falling all over the ground. Oh, the shit. bug wrangler they had for this must have, like, <laughs> rivaled, like, Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, like, there shit. was a lot of bugs in this movie. Yeah. Man. It was nasty. Uh, so, yeah, we just get to see it, like, infect one person after another after another. And it was so enjoyable to watch happen. The mm. music was creepy. The The situations were were really dark. And I, I just love the stuff John Carpenter brings to it. He, he just has, like, a moodiness, and he does that synthesizer music to yeah. it that sounds very similar to, like, Halloween or Big Trouble Little China. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a time period thing, I think. When I, when I watched it, it was just creepy as shit. And it just had such a sad ending, too. Maybe this is the one I will spoil. Uh, so there, that woman does stand up, and she's creepy as shit. Like, mm-hmm. Dennis Dunn is, like, hiding in the closet between one room and the room she's in. Yeah. And she turns and looks at him as he's, like, looking through this little partition Slats. at her. Yeah. And he just starts screaming to the top of his lungs and digging his way out of the... He's so scared that he's digging his way out of the other side of the wall. Oh, wow. Until the other people can get him and pull him out. Uh, and she starts, uh, she looks down and she sees this mirror and almost similar to like night of the demons. She's looking at the mirror and she, st- she sticks two fingers into the mirror. Like it's almost like a portal. Oh, wow. uh, and then she suddenly gets hit by something and the mirror breaks. Mm. So she, she goes around the room and she finds this huge mirror and she reaches her hand and the mirror becomes like a liquid. Yeah. And uh, they did it a great like effect where uh, I think John Carpenter said that he filmed it in like a swimming pool from underneath and saw huh. the hand go in, but she's reaching for a, for another hand that's like, eight times the size of hers. Oh, shit. It looks like it is like a giant demon hand. Oh, wow. And she's grabbing it to pull it through to, like, the other side. Yeah. And uh, this uh, the one girl that we're following through the whole thing, the cute redhead, is, like, watching this happen, and the the guy from Simon & Simon who's got, like, a romantic connection with her is fighting off one of the other guys who's turned into, like, this crazy kind of zombie creature. Mm-hmm. And while he's fighting her... She knows that this woman's going to pull through something through the mirror that's horrible. So she runs at her and pushes her into the mirror, but she goes flying in afterwards. Oh, shit. And Donald Pleasance takes this axe. He's watching from the side. He's, like, pinned to the wall by this one thing, but he's got an axe in his Mm. hand. Throws the axe and shatters the mirror. Uh And the girl gets stuck in, like, the liquid, like, reaching out towards the thing. Oh, shit. And you're like, holy shit, that's a bummer of an ending. She just tried to save the world, but she ends up getting sucked through, and now she's stuck over there with this demon in the fluid. And then it it ends similar. Like, we see uh, the Simon and Simon guy wake up from from a dream, and he's not quite sure if it was real or not, and he looks over, and he sees a mirror, and he he goes out to the mirror, and he reaches out towards it, and right before he touches the mirror, the credits roll. (laughs) I don't know if it happened or not. Yeah. Really good, man. It's it's come over the years, become kind of a cult classic of his, Mm -hmm. because most people will always mention the same, like, four or five movies by John Carpenter. Right. Some of the diehards are like, hey, how about They Live? How about Prince of Darkness, man? Yeah. So those two movies are awesome. I still need to see They Live. Oh, you haven't seen They Live? No. Oh, man. You got to get you to see They Live. Yeah. Yeah. I see it every once in a while. I'm going to buy you a copy, man. Nice. Because it's so great. I'll watch oh, it, I God. promise. Oh, it's so yeah. good, man. It's one of those ones. I mean, I know I, I saw it, it back in the you day. You saw the fight sequence probably before. I don't even I know remember. you saw the parody for it. You know what the parody is? What's that? Uh, Cripple Fight. 
Oh, the, is it really? That's the parody, shot for shot. Oh, is it really? From they live with Roddy Piper. Oh, wow. Shot for shot. Really? I'm, I'm sure someone on YouTube has put them together next to each I other. Doubt it. It's the words and everything. It's, really? When they're circling around each other, it is so funny. That's like when awesome. I watched it originally, I lost my shit. I bet. Because I've seen They Live. I would guess 70% of the people probably didn't even know. No, and I love little yeah. things like that. Because oh, I, I see. They do that all the time. Yeah, South oh, Park. yeah. They, well, yeah. South Park and Family Guy will both do. Just total ripoffs yeah. of movie plots that you know, but like some people just don't realize it. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's still just, enjoyable. But absolutely. Just, it, it, it's, it's their version. But you of get that it, you know? next level enjoyment when yeah. you're like, oh my God, I can totally see. Inside like, joke. The inside you know? joke's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Cripple fight. Cripple fight. <laughs> so great. All right. So that's it. That's the Halloween 2021. All right. Be safe out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying home and I'm going to continue watching horror movies, man. That's, that's what I'm doing. It's funny, you had mentioned Blackburn. I think that's going to be my Halloween movie because yeah. I've been telling my wife I wanted to show it to her and I was like, this Halloween, I'll play it at Halloween. Oh, wow. She's like, that's a horror movie? I said, oh, it's a horror movie. Oh, man. man. I said, there's some fucking scenes in that movie that make, yeah. still make me kind of want to look away. I, I don't know if you should show her. Oh, man. She <laughs> likes horror stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my mom loves it. She loved that movie. I ended up buying it for her when I got her a, like a DVD collection. One oh. of them was Blackburn. Yeah. yeah. Brightburn. Sorry. Yeah. It's great. Oh, so good. Dude. Yeah. It's one of those ones that just came and went from the theater and no one knew about yeah, it. Yeah. No. I, a lot I of thought, those good horror movies happen like that. They just come and go. I thought it was going to be terrible. And it was just like all of a sudden you just started hearing people going like, did you see Brightburn? Yeah, yeah. Oh that God, was what I heard. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And I like, heard people say, it's a balls out horror movie. Yeah. I was like, what? what? I, I didn't realize it was rated R. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, PG-13. It like, was scary. I, yeah. I was almost scared when that kid was on screen and you didn't oh, know what man. he was going to do. Oh, yeah, I'm man. totally going to watch it this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to hit us up, we got a, uh, uh, what's coming up in the next couple weeks? So our next episode that comes out is going to be me and my cousin doing the wild card episode. Then me and Justin will be back doing some character actors. Great list of 10 character actors that me and Justin it's character actors 10 wow. you can believe that it's our 10th wow. in a series of character actors and I love it gives a lot of people love that don't normally get the love so but if you want to hit us up you can give us a like or a comment on our two platforms which is uh, SoundCloud and iTunes or you could uh, shoot us a message at fascinatedfilms at gmail.com or you could also leave us a message and hit me and Justin up on Facebook under Fascinated Films do it do it so yeah, a lot coming up in the next couple weeks, so be sure to join us. So until then, see ya. Trick or treat. You're not my mother!